1: Hey, Stu, it's time for the podcast. I love podcasts, Glenn. I I listen to this one all of the time. (laughs) Uh, By the way, we should point out
0: after that intro with the amazing uh, broadcasting abilities you've just shown <laughs> that you're going into the Radio Hall of Fame today.
1: Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Thank uh, you.
0: I don't understand
1: the choice. Uh, I right don't myself, either. Uh, lobbied against it. It's really cheapened the whole Hall of Fame in my eyes <laughs> uh, now that I'm uh, uh, being inducted. But That's... you can actually listen to
0: your... Uh, you, you did like a acceptance... You're doing an acceptance speech of some sort. and uh, So anyway, it's going to be very cool and uh, it happens uh, tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern. You can listen to it on Blaze Radio. Uh, or you can check it out on uh, the iHeart uh, radio app.
1: Yeah, just uh, look for Radio Hall of Fame or listen to Sirius XM the Triumphs channel. But, uh, but check it out if you're interested uh, at all. Um, now on today's program, we talk a little bit about the missing papers that uh, seem to have gone missing with tucker carlson shipping problems happen right? yeah i mean <laughs> is that really? Yeah, was, really mm-hmm. shipping problems happen mm-hmm. huh because that's never happened we also have the ceo of the babylon b on he has won his uh his argument with facebook but we talk about how even comedy is being censored by these uh, fact checkers uh, at facebook and twitter we also have mike leon we talk a lot about the censorship so much to talk about on today's program here it is
2: you're listening to the best of the glenbeck program
1: this is the Glenn Beck program It's Halloween weekend. (laughs) All right. I don't I have no idea why that I was laughing like that. But Stu is here. We have decided that there is nothing more scary on Halloween weekend than just reading the news. Listen to the. By the way, welcome, Pat Gray. Uh, Thank you. From Pat Gray Unleashed, the podcast you can get wherever you listen to your podcast. Stu, tell me the story.
0: This is Abigail Schreier. She's an author. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wrote a book entitled mm-hmm. Irreversible Damage, uh, the Transgendered
1: Craze Seducing Our Daughters. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Controversial I, book. I, uh, as the number one Facebook super spreader, as named by, I don't remember what fact checker, uh, I just have to say, this is Stu. This is, when the trial <laughs> comes, this uh-huh. was all stew.
0: I mean, your name's on the show. Your name's on the trophy. Oh, uh, uh,
1: well, they're uh, stupid. They made a mistake.
0: Here it goes. Uh, think we don't have a serious problem with censorship in America? Here's what it's like to write a book that takes the entirely common sense view, supported by dozens of experts and most Americans, that gender transition among teen girls is risky and listen to this. It's risky. It's risky. It's risky and should only proceed with caution. Should proceed with caution. So,
1: no, 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 no. Dare you Don't do that. it. Not don't do it. Yeah. Right. Just proceed with caution. Yes. Yeah. You that, shouldn't that. be cautious about that. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't be cautious.
0: Thank, Thank you, you Pat. Pat. Why
1: would anybody anybody be cautious about changing their gender? I don't
0: get that. Right now, the Pat Gray Unleashed YouTube channel is exploding in popularity. Thank you. It's yeah, being recommended right, like right. crazy by, by all clan members.
1: <laughs> oh wait, no, no, no! no, no you're no, wait, all no, clan I'm, members.
0: Oh, yeah. You're all woke
1: people. Stew does America
0: is being suppressed, and yeah. they're promoting Pat Gray Unleashed at this, which moment. is weird because Stu is the gay character on the show. And now I'm weird. being promoted, yeah. and now you guys are being suppressed. Wow. Okay. So, all right. Okay. So she says she's writing. She wrote this book about teen girls. Whether they're going to have transitions, it should be you should be a little careful about it. That was <laughs> the, that's the premise. <laughs> Amazon blocked my publisher from sponsoring ads for my book while allowing ads for books that pushed the contrary view. That is, books that argue that gender transition for teens is without serious risk. <laughs> All of the legacy media outlets refused journalist requests to review my book, even Kirkus, which reviews ten thousand titles per year declined to review it, even though it was the number one book in several Amazon categories based on sales. Hmm. Joe Rogan had me on his show. Spotify has now held 10 meetings with employees to debate whether to pull the episode about a book that presents the mainstream idea that all uh, this gender transition for
1: teens is too much, too fast, with too little oversight. Hey, Joe, how's that that $100 million? hmm how is it, <laughs> is it keeping you warm at night i bet yeah, it's still awesome it's still awesome actually all right um, okay, yeah. okay sean. you're right <laughs> hey joe
0: i think i'm related to you can i borrow some money sean scott member of the national association of science writers online forum heard about my book and mentioned it on the forum for this he was expelled from the online forum i have the emails oh. God. Many of this the NASW members were quietly wow. horrified. <clears throat> Disturbed that more people weren't learning of the risks of gender transition, parents dug into their own pockets to purchase a billboard to get the word out. Encouraged that uh, they managed one billboard, parents started to uh, GoFundMe to pay for more billboards across the country. GoFundMe, which allows n- uh, n- tons of teen, uh, teens to raise money for gender surgeries, immediately shut the parents' account down common sense debate is being strangled by woke orthodoxy my book contains not one word of hate i exploit explored a medical issue and offered a considered view how many other issues have you never heard about how many
1: journalists have already abandoned the pursuit of truth try this one try mm. this one Jeez. did you see what happened uh, with uh, uh glenn Gle- G- greenwald no Oh, really? Do you remember he started? What was his media uh, company? Gauntler, the one he started himself was The Intercept. Was The Intercept. Yeah. Okay. So he's writing a story on The Intercept about, I mm-hmm. uh, kind of done my homework here, and it looks like these Joe Biden emails and uh, Hunter Biden, it looks like they're real. And the FBI, we found out, is investigating the Bidens for money laundering. And so this is actually kind of a big story. Um, there's still many questions that need to be answered, but it, uh, we need to explore that. He wrote it. His own company said, well, you can't post it. His own editors in his own company, that'd be like me. Unbelievable. And the blaze saying you can't post that. Go screw yourself! Yeah, right. right, right, and you've talked about this before. You don't run the Blaze, uh, yeah? I don't. Anymore. So
0: it's kind of but a similar yeah, situation. in that, like, I don't know if he sold it at some point to someone, but he has a he. So he has a contract, and in his contract, <laughs> according to him, he has the right to write whatever he wants without any editorial oversight. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, it's his. Mm-hmm. Fr- he started the freaking company himself, so Correct. he gets to do whatever he wants. Basically, an understandable clause to have. Also, he has a clause. That specifically says if the Intercept does not want to run one of his pieces, he can bring it somewhere else. Well, they not only blocked him from posting it on his own site, they then blocked him from taking it to any other site. Uh, That resulted yesterday in him resigning from his own company.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he released it. He released it uh, last night and he explained all of it. He released the story. They tried to squash him and say, you can't post this anywhere else. It's like, screw you. Uh, and he released it on his own website. Um, and now Glenn Glenn Greenwald, the guy who did, uh, you know, uh, what's Edward it? Snowden? Edward Snowden. Yeah, he's yep. mm-hmm. uh, now now all of a sudden where's the left now? Y- is he a bad guy? Is he a bad guy now? Yeah. I mean, I'm he sure was a, he, he was the bravest journalist ever. Yeah. Now he's yeah. a bad guy. Elijah Schaefer
0: from The Blaze, who goes into Philadelphia in the middle of a riot, one of the only reporters who bothered to cover it, uh, gets assaulted while he's while he's there. Is there any pushback from these journalist organizations that are always saying that Donald Trump is saying that the press is the enemy of the of the state? They get all or enemy of the people. They get all upset about that. But they don't get upset
1: about an actual journalist actually getting actually punched in the actual face. They say nothing. Greenwald explained his reasoning behind the theory calling Trump a godsend. To those previously struggling in the media, he said Trump's presidency has enabled them to elevate everyone's fear level and crown the president as a grave threat to everything that is good in modern society. According to Greenwald, this fear hyping is not just reserved to the president, but for the entire movement behind him. Make sure you understand what he just said. It's not just the president. It is anyone who supports or supported the president. Believe me, you are on a list if the Marxists take over. Co-founder of The Intercept said the media tends to label those within the Trump movement as racist and hardcore white uh, 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 supremacy, domestic terrorists. Trump's presidency, according to Greenwald, launched a plethora of ultra successful media companies based on this fear narrative. Even if Trump loses the election, they're not going to go back now to talking about Joe Biden because they know people are going to cancel their subscriptions and turn the TV channel again. They're going to continue to say maybe not Trump, but at least his movement still poses an existential threat. He noted that there is a kernel of truth to this narrative. Uh, but assured viewers that the media will inflate it so wildly that any questioning of Joe Biden, even with Trump out of the picture, will be viewed and stated as endangering American liberties and helping fascism. <laughs> this is Glenn Greenwald. Uh, I don't know if. Don't know if your friends and neighbors are paying attention, but liberty, liberty, freedom. Freedom. The, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. There are two groups, one that believes in the Bill of Rights. And I'm not saying those are Republicans. I'm saying that there's, there's got to be 60% of Americans that believe in the Bill of Rights. It's sad to say that it might only be 60%. But that's 60% better understand what you are up against. You know, I got up this morning and I. I, I'm actually afraid of of what this sentence might mean. Because there are times that I, I just I don't know America anymore. I don't. And there are times that I have been so disappointed um, with people um, because I thought we were the land of the free and home of the brave. But courage, men's hearts are failing them. But I want you to know, when I saw that I'm number one, on the list of super spreaders of dis and misinformation on this election on Facebook. That's what they claim now. I'm, I'm the number Jeez. one super spreader. Wow. Um, and when I saw that, I thought, and so it begins. I will tell you that they will target our sponsors in such a way that our sponsors will find it unbearable to be able to stay on the air with us. I don't know if this happens now or in the next five years or eight years, but I'm telling you it's coming and I think it's coming soon, but I'm always wrong with timing, but they are coming after our sponsors and they will come after you. If you subscribe to anything I've ever done, you are going to be on a list and now is the point of choosing. It really is. And it's not just me. It's Ben Shapiro. It's all of us. Now is the time of choosing. Are you going to stand or are you going to fold? We are going to stand. I will not remain silent. If it means I stand under a tree in an open field and I am only talking to two people, I will never stop talking about the founder's dream. I will never stop talking about true American history. I will never stop defending liberty and freedom and the rights of all men, no matter what their color is. I don't care if I'm surrounded by Nazis or Marxists. I don't care if it's If that point of view has been banned by every government institution on the planet. I don't care. I know who I am. A long time ago. A long time ago, my life was threatened for the first time. And when that happens to you, and it is serious, you make a choice. I've made my choice. I urge you to make yours. Who will you stand with? I hope. I hope that we will not lose any listeners or subscribers or anything else. I hope that the opposite will happen. Because courage is contagious. And there is powerful strength in numbers, and it is a flaming sword that is called truth. The best of the
0: Glenn
3: Beck program.
1: is joining us now. Bill O'Reilly is the author of Killing Crazy Horse. Oh my gosh, the violence in all of Bill's books is just too much to take. Welcome Bill, how are you,
2: sir? Becky drinking a little of the brew or the witch's brew. Of oh, the yeah, my, I am, I am, I am I am, I am Yeah. You know, yeah. I got my I got my Glenn Beck costume for Halloween, but I'm <laughs> I'm having trouble keeping the goatee on. Really? Yeah. Really? It keeps falling off.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's a spooky thing. Well, thank you for mentioning Killing Crazy Horse, number yeah. four. Okay, we got on it. On Sunday on All the right. New York Times list after we got 10 it. weeks. All right. Um, Bill, <laughs> I want to... Wait, wait, back. <laughs> no, wait. no, no,
1: that's great stuff. You
2: promised to read it. You promised, that.
1: I still haven't gotten a copy of it.
2: We went through this the last eight times I talked to you. We send them, and your staff picks them off and puts You're them up a on eBay. liar.
1: You're now accusing my, my staff of stealing. Um, no, seriously, Bill. They only do that with good books. Uh, so that proves to me you didn't send it. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, Bill, let's talk yes. about what we're facing next week. First, how would you deal uh, if... You know, if if we were both still at Fox, how do you think we would be dealing with the the journal? How would the journalists be dealing with the Hunter Biden uh, documents at this point?
2: I think the same way. I mean, Fox is covering it, um, basically saying what's in the public arena, um, because why wouldn't they? You know, why wouldn't any news organization tell the people who are watching or reading about the story? It, it It's mind-boggling that there's almost a total blackout.
1: Did you see so, Glenn Greenwald was uh, on his... I
2: saw it, yeah.
1: I mean, what do you think of that?
2: Well, it's the same old, isn't it? So... You know, people ask me, what well, what do you do as far as your news consumption? Well, the Wall Street Journal is covering the Biden situation, so I get that delivered every day. Um, my local paper on Long Island Newsday, it's not worth it. I just get that so I know where I can buy some brisket cheap. Um, and I get the New York Post, and they're big on trying to hammer Biden into the, uh, into the swamp. Um, So I get a pretty good idea, but if people in America don't know by now that the American press, the corporate media, has fallen apart, that it's corrupt and beyond redemption, then they're never going to know, Beck, because it it happens day in and day out right before all of our eyes.
1: FBI has been investigating Hunter Biden and his business associates uh, for money laundering since 2019. Didn't know yeah, that. James was... Rosen
2: broke that story for Sinclair. So if the FBI started investigating in twenty nineteen, I figure about twenty thirty maybe <laughs> we will get a little something on it. You know, I look, it's not Efren Zimblis Jr. anymore. No it's, no, it's not.
1: No, it's not. No, it's it's really not. So
2: people are confident that the FBI is going to really pedal to the metal. Mm-hmm on stories that make the American government look bad, unless it's about Trump, all right? Then you're, again, naive. So the FBI is investigating, so what? The Durham report was supposed to be out in May. Where's that? You know, we are living in an age of unbelievable corruption. And it's just lucky for the American public that Beck and O'Reilly are still walking.
1: Well, eh, you know, kind of. One of us.
2: Or O'Reilly and Beck,
1: I should <laughs> <say>. <laughs> So here's the thing. Here's the thing, uh, Bill. We are looking at a uh, an election that is truly about the end of freedom, uh, the end of the American dream as we have always known it. Uh, and a return really in many ways to the dark ages or or a, a, a launch into some sort of dystopian authoritarian rule where you cannot have a different opinion and, uh, and truth or the pursuit of truth will be squashed. And America looks pretty split. Looks pretty split.
2: As Ed McMahon once said, you are correct, sir okay? And it's on display at college campuses right now. If you want to see what your life's going to be in three years, just wander on down to Michigan State University or Harvard and just watch, because that's what it's going to be. You are not allowed to say words. You are not allowed to dissent. You go to the University of Oklahoma just get in a car and take a drive up. Ann Coulter, no, no, you can't have her, because... It puts people at unease, they're uneasy, they need a safe space. It is I think but, but.
1: I, I think that's actually going to change. I don't think this is going to be about putting people at ease anymore. I think this is uh, that 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 is a a dangerous virus that Resonance. has to be stopped. That this this is a a hate a just hate speech and they must be stopped. It's it's no longer going to be even a shove. We're entering the shoot uh, area.
2: But who's going to stop them right now? Because the cancel culture is so prevalent that if you try to stop you're fired or you're canceled so what we have here is it would take a perfect storm for our rights to disappear next wednesday that means that the senate the house and the presidency would all have to go to the democrats if that happens and it's possible we're all in big big trouble So for two years, there's going to be terror in the United States. And then the idiots who vote for Biden are going to rise up and say, gee, um, I'm about 30% lighter in my take-home pay. I'm paying more for everything on a theory that the United States is somehow going to save everybody from climate change when India and China are not going to cooperate. So we'll destroy our economic infrastructure in the hope that we can save everyone. And now i got 30% less money in the bank. So two years from now, there'll be a reaction. But your, your question is a good one. Why can any intelligent person see the danger that's looming? And it's not personal. I mean, you may despise Donald Trump all day long, right? And I understand that. I know the guy better than anybody. But if you're going to vote to put people in who think America is bad, evil. That, that's what these people think. Kamala General. Harris yeah. thinks the country is evil and wants to destroy our traditions. That's what she believes. Joe Biden is so befuddled, he doesn't even know when it's dinner time. They just put the jello out on the table told- and Joe goes to town. See, I- okay?
1: <laughs> he goes to town. <laughs> <sighs> What is your prediction for next week?
2: All right. So I can't do this. I have to do it step by step back because I am a methodical Ah, journalist. Right. Fact based Uh guy. Got it. All right. Yeah. Number one, Biden will win the popular vote because California is going to vote for him three or four to one. Okay. So popular votes, not even in, in play because of California. Number two, Trump will win probably 65% of the American counties, maybe more, maybe 70% of the individual counties, so that the folks spread out over this great country will vote for Trump more than Biden. But that may not play out in the Electoral College because you've got Pennsylvania, which is really it. I think... Trump will win Florida, all right? But Pennsylvania, very, very dicey. But here's something interesting. Obama and Biden are actually going to Michigan tomorrow. Now, all the polls have uh, Biden ahead in Michigan by like 98 points. There are three (laughs) people going to vote for Trump in Michigan. Mm -hmm. Well, why would Obama and Biden, particularly when Biden's going to have to wear earmuffs up there, um, why would they go? if they're winning so big same thing in minnesota so uh biden's gonna after he gets frostbite in michigan zip on over to minnesota where it's colder but he's supposed to be winning minnesota by 85 points so that sends a signal to me that hey you know we're being misled once again so i can't do the electoral college now Maybe on Monday on BillO'Reilly.com I'll be able to. I was right last time, as you know, and have said many times, and I appreciate that. Um, O'Reilly was right, you know, as the guy's an amazing analyst. <laughs> well, we
1: got the we said the first sentence. the Rex, the rest of it is a figment of your imagination, but. so bill uh you we've been told now that you cannot uh make a call that nobody's gonna make a call this is gonna be the 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 strangest election ever but one that america should be ready for um and they're just not going to be making any calls or calling a uh, you know naming a president which has only happened once in my lifetime but now i guess we're all supposed to accept that it's normal
2: I don't think that's going to happen. I think they'll make the calls. Um, they'll have their little desks. Uh, all the TV news operations have their uh, election desks. And the pinheads that sit there and analyze the data, if they think that Delaware is going to go for Biden. are going to say it. Um, there'll be a little confusion because of the uh, lag on mail-in votes. Now, last time we talked, you said Texas might go to Biden, and I'm, I'm still waiting for that bet. Texas will go to Trump.
1: I, I um, from your lips to God's ear I mean I just it was it was
2: me but I'm not sure. I'm actually uh,
1: really pissed at you Bill, but that's for another show. Oh I don't my know what God. happened there but um, Bill, here is the um, here, here's the here's the thing. Beto lost by only two points in the last election here in Texas.
2: but that's South Texas. I mean, South Texas is different than the rest of the state. And so um, the internal polling, and, you know, I don't get access to as much of it as I did when I was a big shot on Fox. But I do get some. And um, I don't think Kamala is going to whip into Texas, I think, tomorrow. All right, because the Democrats feel, well, we got a one in five chance there, so we'll send Kamala. But if they thought they were going to win Texas, Biden would be down there, Beck. Mm -hmm. All right. I mean, that's the key. You've got to watch where the candidates go. And here's something else very fascinating. How much time we got?
1: Uh, we've had plenty of time, more than okay. enough time for anything interesting. So
2: where's, uh, where's Michelle? Where's Michelle? Obama? This is the strangest thing in the world. Here's the most popular Democrat in the country by far, Michelle Obama. Okay? And she makes one public service announcement on the Internet, not even on broadcast TV, on the Internet. I'd vote for Joe. And then she disappears. Meanwhile, her husband, Barack, he's running all over the place. Where's Michelle? Very, very strange.
1: Well, what do you think Um, that means?
2: I don't know. I I have no blanking clue. But I'm stunned that Michelle Obama isn't trying to rally the African-American vote to Biden. I'm stunned.
1: Is it possible she's guarding the room that
2: they've locked Hunter Biden in? I, I guess that might be possible, Beck, but I don't think I would. <laughs> you wouldn't go with that a one. lot of All right. Okay. All right. All right. Well.
1: Okay. I mean, you're a journalist. I'm not. So.
2: I'm the guy that raises the questions based on reality. Right. And I'm I'm sitting here going, where is Michelle Obama in this whole campaign? So you know I mean, that it's very very spooky, as they say on Halloween.
1: Um, Al Gore was able to i think claim victory because the networks had called florida for him early Mm -hmm. and so they legitimized it you know you say that they're going to start calling states uh do you trust their calls for states now anymore
2: I i don't think i think the networks on tv are in so much trouble they can't afford to screw up So they will err on the side of caution.
1: Since when have they... Wait, 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 wait. When have they adopted that stance?
2: Well, because the polls say that the second most hated institution in the country is the media. They all know they're going to dive after Tuesday. They're all starting to lay off massive amounts of people. Jeff Zucker, the president of CNN, is going to get fired. They know what's coming back. What's coming is Armageddon for the broadcast news industry.
1: Even if even if there is a Biden win,
2: it doesn't matter because no people know they're not getting the truth on any of them. George Stephanopoulos is the chief news correspondent for ABC. George Stephanopoulos, little Georgie. (laughs) I thought he should have done that interview with Biden in short pants. He should have had short pants on, Georgie. He sat there with his thumb in his mouth and asked nothing. And he's the chief correspondent, Leslie Stahl, who I've known for decades, and I respect Leslie Stahl, all right, looks into the camera and says there's no verification of spying on the Trump campaign after the inspector general of the Justice Department issues a 50-page report that says there was massive corruption in that. And Leslie Stault says that to the president of the United States. And you think people are going to believe these organizations going forward? They're not.
1: Well, when, I mean, you, you, we have, we've crossed the Rubicon. We've only got 30 seconds. But haven't we crossed the Rubicon on Facebook and Google and Twitter to where, you know, you, you just know, we'll
2: go. We'll talk you... about that when we get back.
1: All right. I mean, when did I lose control of the show? Are you in the Radio Hall of Fame, uh, Glenn? I don't. I I mean, I I thought you could make your. But I guess not. I mean, I don't think it's
0: really official yet. I wouldn't count it. They probably changed their mind by next year.
1: (laughs) This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and don't forget, rate us on iTunes. are following what big tech is doing to this election. Dr. Robert Epstein is uh, with us now. He's an author, editor, longtime psychology researcher and professor, distinguished scientist who is passionate about educating the public about advances in mental health and behavioral uh, sciences. Uh, He was the editor in chief of Psychology Today. He is currently the senior research psychologist at the American Institute for Behavioral Research and Technology and contributing editor for Scientific American Mind. He is also the founder and director emeritus of the Cambridge Center for Behavioral Studies in Massachusetts. Wow, that's a mouthful. Uh, (laughs) In other words, he's accomplished and he knows what he's talking about. Uh, Doctor, welcome to the program.
3: Glenn you and your audience have accomplished the impossible uh, I, I just can't even tell you what you have done it's without you we would have nothing
1: so what is it that you are what is it you were able to do because I know you had a huge project you wanted to do and for some reason none of the big money wanted to step up so our audience stepped up and funded it what what is it that you do have now? what is the what is the scale of this?
3: Well, because of uh, very generous donations from more than seven thousand of your listeners and viewers, uh, we've set up uh, a, a a much larger monitoring system than we've ever set up before. Excellent. We have now uh, over more than six hundred field agents uh, all anonymous and and all in the swing states and even in the swing counties in the swing states where all the action is and through their computers with their permission we are monitoring not just google google bing yahoo youtube facebook and we are getting uh we're preserving hundreds and hundreds of thousands of ephemeral experiences, they're called. Those are these quick fleeting experiences that, that these companies use to manipulate people. Uh, and we're, we're actually recording them. Normally they're lost forever. See, that's the whole problem. You can't go back in time and see what search results or news feeds or messages you know, from Facebook. You can't, you can't go back in time and see what these things mm-hmm. were. Mm-hmm. But we are actually capturing them. We're basically, with permission, looking over the shoulders now of more than 600 people, all registered voters, very diverse group of Democrats, Republicans, independents. uh, And we're capturing hour by hour by hour, 24 hours a day, a massive amount of data. And even though it's, you know, election hasn't come yet, we've actually started analyzing what's coming in. Are you, far enough, finding, yeah. are you
1: far yeah. enough along to be uh, confident of any of your findings?
3: Uh, yes. I mean, what we're doing now at the moment, analysis-wise, of course, is preliminary. The numbers will change uh, to some extent uh, because, you know, we're, we've are we captured more than a million web pages. But, you know, by Tuesday, we'll probably – we might have two million but yes, we are getting some numbers that we're confident of, and they're very disturbing.
1: Can you give me any clue as to kind of the kinds of things that are happening? You don't have to, I don't want to, I mean, like, what should people look for? How could you notice this stuff? Or can you even notice it?
3: Oh, you can't see it. You cannot see what what's going on. Let's put it this way. Let's say that Let's just say that today Facebook was sending messages reminding people to register if they haven't registered, urging them to vote, and let's say those messages were going, let's say, just to people who lean left, which Mm. I do. Uh, How would you know that? No one would know that there was targeting of that sort unless we're monitoring what we're doing <laughs>
1: and you're yeah. monitoring and you are let's just say for an example you might be capturing that
3: we might be yeah possible yeah it is i can't really yeah I yeah. Can't really just say yeah but yeah. uh we could be capturing possibly youtube sequences and youtube sequences are unbelievably powerful because if you're undecided on some issue mm-hmm. and then goop YouTube keeps feeding you videos using their up-next algorithm. They just keep Mm. feeding you one video after another. Mm. Uh, You know, 70% of the videos people watch now on YouTube are suggested by Google's top-secret up-next algorithm, 70%. And uh, we might be capturing YouTube sequences suggested by their algorithm. We might be.
1: We might be, but we don't, we wouldn't want to say. Let me, uh, uh let me ask you this what you're seeing is it on par with, uh, I think 2018 was worse than 2016. It, does it, does it, is it on par of that or is it worse?
3: Let me give you just uh, a couple of actual numbers. Now, this okay. is tentative. Normally, I wouldn't release this information before the election, but there's a reason why. I'm doing it now.
1: Why? What's the, no, what's the uh, reason?
3: The reason is because I want these companies to know that they're being watched just like they watch us. Why? Because maybe, possibly, they'll back off on a couple of these manipulations and we'll detect that. We will detect that and that will prove the power of monitoring to maintain uh, the integrity of the free and fair election to protect democracy and maybe we can get them to back off that is the whole point of me going public now okay. and i can i can give you a couple of numbers okay. which are uh, preliminary disturbing. yeah okay yeah. go ahead all right first of all we're finding on On Google search results, looking at the news sources that they're showing people, we are finding liberal bias in either nine or ten of the search results that they're showing everybody, everybody. I have to emphasize this. In fact, in one of the reports that we just generated, the conservatives were getting more liberally biased, content than the liberals were getting. What? Now this is, hmm. Yes. Now, this is, by the way, mind-blowing when you think about how Google defends itself, because they always say, oh, it's the users. Correct. are just giving them what they want to see. It's the users. Correct. If it's the users, I'm sorry, Google, but if it's the users, then conservatives would be getting
1: conservatively
3: biased content. Correct. They're getting... Every single demographic we've looked at is getting liberally biased content and as i say in one report we're seeing conservatives getting content that's more liberally biased than the content that liberals are getting. What,
1: what I mean, you're a behavioral scientist kind of guy. What does that mean? What are they what are they trying to do with
3: that? That means that these people are so arrogant so out of control that they're basically trying to push everyone you know maybe they can grab a few conservatives see what i mean Uh, they're trying to push everyone in one direction now how do i know that they're doing this deliberately because all the whistleblowers and there's a new one now from google who's still working there all the whistleblowers zach Voorhees. uh out with 950 pages of documents. Yep, we've had them on. And a, and a video in which the head of YouTube is telling her staff, we're changing our algorithm on YouTube. So to push up content that we think is good content and push down content, you know, like your content right. that we don't like. And that's, that's on video. So we know that this is deliberate from the whistleblowers and the leaks but we're capturing massive amounts of data on a scale that's never been done before. Uh, They're basically confirming what the whistleblowers are telling us. This is deliberate. These people are arrogant. They're out of control. This is, in my opinion, evidence of large scale election rigging sufficient to have shifted this year Fifteen million votes in one direction. Now, I happen to like that direction, but I, I, I think we should not allow this. These companies are doing this around the world.
1: Uh, Robert, this is the one thing that you and I that I that I I first noticed about you that I really liked. Um, I have no problem if Donald Trump loses and it's a fair election. And that is truly the will of the people. I will vehemently disagree with it and I will do everything I can to fight for the constitutional norms. Um, But I have a real problem with manipulation, stealing of election, all of this stuff. And I think most Americans are there if it's really left into the hands of the American people, as Thomas Jefferson said let the trust the people they will make mistakes but they will figure it out in the end and they will fix it um we're not going that direction in fact with this kind of manipulation we may never be able to fix it and get freedom back uh
3: i the problem is is so much worse than the, than what you just said. Oh my gosh! Because what what's going to happen is the Democrats are going to sweep Washington, which I'm totally in favor of, and then all the investigations that are ongoing against Google and some of the other companies, but mainly Google, all those investigations by the DOJ, the FTC, the FCC, uh, they are they they will all shut down.
1: Okay, so let me ask you this question. Because I've talked to people who say the exact same thing that you just did. I'm all in favor of the Democrats sweeping. However, it will mean tyranny. I, I don't want to ask you how you're voting or anything else, because I really don't care. It's none of my business. And I appreciate that you're on the other side. But are there a lot of people that say, oh, this is going to lead to tyranny? Uh, I just don't like Donald Trump so much or, you know, the GOP so much that I just can't vote uh, I've got to vote for Democrats, even though the Uber left is in bed with all of these tech companies.
3: Well, see, now you're using kind of lingo that, like, you know, makes me get creeps me out. <laughs> okay. Really? Okay. Because <laughs> I don't think that I, 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 but let's you know, let's not have a political discussion. Okay, that's fine. That's let's fine. That's just, fine. Let's just look at let's just look at the nature of this particular problem, which is what I'm focusing on. I am not a Trump supporter, I know but it is absolutely unacceptable to me, and it should be to every single person in this country, to have companies like this that are not accountable to us. You see, when we elect people, they're accountable to us, but these were not elected people. You know, I, I heard Senator Cruz a couple of days ago kind of shouting at the head of Twitter saying, who the hell elected you? That's the problem here. These Companies are not accountable to us, but they have these new powers to shift millions of votes. We're not talking about, you know, mail tampering, which might shift a few hundred votes here and there. Okay, and by the way, it's a competitive—that's a competitive process. So who cares about it really? We're not talking about Russia and and Iran maybe, possibly, you know, placing ads, fake ads, fake news, start shifting a few thousand votes. We're talking about our own companies shifting over time, millions of votes with no one knowing that this is occurring. And except for what I'm doing, uh, no paper trail for authorities to trace.
1: If anyone thinks that people that think differently politically can't work together, I would like to introduce them to our relationship I am uh, proud to stand with you dr. Epstein and uh, I hope you have the goods uh, on them in such a stunning way after this election uh, so we can possibly put a dent in it thank you so much
3: absolutely Uh, thank you Glenn you have no idea what you and your listeners and viewers have accomplished it's unbelievable thank you so much
1: stop big tech is the website